Way too many first responders are struggling with their fitness, health, and body goals, but you're not alone in that fight. I'm Ted with Fit Responder and with 11 years experience in law enforcement, as well as being a fitness coach for over 15 years myself. I've created some free resources as well as one-to-one professional fitness coaching for first responders. So I want you to check us out, fitresponder.com, or look us up on Instagram at fit.responder. That's fit period responder. And let's see you there. Chat soon. Thanks and enjoy the podcast. Stop beating up your expensive sunglasses on the job. Hey, I'm Mike, founder of Frontline Optics, a sunglasses brand based out of San Diego designed for first responders. While working for the fire department, I was constantly breaking and scratching my expensive designer sunglasses at work. I knew there had to be a better way, and the idea for Frontline Optics was born. So what makes us different? We know these shades are going to get beat up, which is why we offer a no-questions-asked replacement program to cover lost or damaged sunglasses. When the time comes to get yours replaced, all you'll need to do is cover a $12 service fee, and we'll ship a brand new pair to your door, no questions asked. Additionally, a portion of all sales is donated to the First Responders Children's Foundation, supporting the loved ones left behind by our brothers and sisters who gave the ultimate sacrifice and service to their communities. All our glasses are polarized, and we offer free shipping and returns so you can try them risk-free. Not enough? We have Z87 styles available, and they're all at a price of $58 or less. Check us out, frontlineoptics.com or on Instagram at, at @frontlineoptics. Use discount code PMPM15 for 15% off. Now enjoy your podcast brought to you by Frontline Optics, sunglasses designed with the frontline in mind. The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. This podcast has explicit content and is meant for mature audience. The views expressed on this Poorly Made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They do not reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, I kindly invite you to lighten the fuck up. If you want to support this very poorly made podcast, click the link at the end of the description and become a monthly sponsor of the podcast. Or buy yourself some nice poorly made police memes merch. And of course, take care of the fine sponsors of this podcast. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the orgasmic sound of a crown vic. Oh, hey there. Welcome to the poorliest of poorly made police podcast. This episode, we're going to give you relationship advice because obviously we are the people to give advice because my life's not a train wreck and I don't make bad decisions. Uh, you know what? Actually, I can't speak for the, my other two guests that are currently here. Uh, I have the man, the myth, the legend, the Frostback from Canada himself. Riley, how are you, bud? I'm good. How are you? What? What is wrong with you? You fucking goddamn Canadians. <laughs> He's happy to Back be to here. here. He's happy to be here. And then uh, actually coming last, finally, the first time in her life, I have Big Titty Toby. Ahsoki, how are you? Living the dream, buddy. Hell yeah. So we're going to give you guys some fucking shitty advice. Uh, we have a couple things to talk about uh, off the bat. First and foremost, uh, Pizza Tony. He's uh, busy delivering pizzas right now. He's going to try <laughs> and get to us as soon as he can. Uh, so he's running a little late. Um, he's riding his bike just as quick as he can to get back to this podcast. And uh, Scotchy, 
may may show up at some point or another. Uh, we believe he's out doing something heroic right now. Um, Ahsoka reminded me that uh, you know occasionally, and he's told the story on the podcast about the guy like beating off the out the window at him. So we certainly hope that Scotch is not being spunked on right now. Fingers crossed. Fingers. Yeah, I don't know. I got to be honest. Okay, you know what? That's a good. You you're onto something, Riley. Let's let's make a list here from like worst to absolute worst bodily fluids encountered on the job. I would say is spunk, which is I, do people still use that word for jizz? What's the word for jizz these days? Anybody know? Jizz. Jizz. No, jizz. Jizz. Spunk. Comments. Um. Semen. Semen. <laughs> Semen. Clam chowder. Ew. I don't know if that's one. <laughs> Baby powder. You know what? I think clam chowder chowder would be a uh, uh, a cream pie. Oh boy, here we go. Relationship <laughs> advice already. Anyway, family friendly. Family friendly podcast, please earmuffs for all all the children listening to this podcast um okay is semen worse than feces no 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 if you've ever had if you have you have you ever had somebody legitimately shit themselves in the back of your car uh, i've been around some shit but nobody's like i don't think i've had anybody actually shit in the back of a car yeah. like obviously I, everybody said like somebody puke or whatever yeah, I, I hooked up a, a, a uh, well, it was a, a crackhead, a, a, like a trap house. And this uh, girl decided to reconnect with her mom and her mom came and visited. But then mom went offside really badly. So we ended up having to arrest mom and take her to the hot. Well, we took, we took her, we were taking her to cells. And on the way, she kept on saying she had to go to the bathroom. She had to go to the bathroom. And then she said, it's too late. <laughs> and I, <laughs> oh, and she was wearing like black leggings and it was, yeah, there, a lot, yeah, a lot of things went wrong that day. We ended up having to divert and go to the hospital and then we had to take her out and put her in a wheelchair. And so like the car, the wheelchair, as soon as we got into the emergency <laughs> room, the nurses were giving me a look of like, did she shit herself? I just looked at them. I'm like, I can't lie. She did. <laughs> yeah. Uh. If I was a professional podcaster, I'd have my soundboard up and I'd play a fart sound. But I don't because I'm not good at it. I do have <laughs> Ahsoka requested something. I have that ready to go. Um, hopefully I'm we hoping get to we that can later. use it. Oh, I'm sure we can. I'm sure we can do that. Um, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Are, are we just going to, we can kind of skip through this. Is, is shit like the pinnacle of shit you don't want on you? Do we all agree on that? Well, I don't know. Um, vomit can be pretty bad, especially if it's like boozy vomit. Yeah. Blood. I mean, blood obviously is. Okay. So blood is gross, but I had an unhoused individual who was not mentally well and she was just free bleeding all over herself. Oh. 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 And had okay. been I think that's the cream of the quite crop. a while. That was oh, the worst. I think that is no. the worst. So I have a, oh, a really I have the worst. So I'm not gonna say it's a worse bodily fluid, but one of the strangest is we arrested a girl for assaulting her toddler. Mm -hmm. And 
while taking her to cells, she started uh, squirting breast milk on the back of the cruiser and all of that cells. <laughs> but I mean, it doesn't really have an odor. It's not really, you know. So, yeah, not offensive, but yeah, I, I uh, that you definitely unlocked a core memory just now. You know what's a weird thing now that I think about this is, and I don't know why I never like thought of this at the time, but you know, obviously I had kids and you know, there was breast milk around, like breast milk in the refrigerator and stuff. Mm -hmm. I never like put together that like right next to the breast milk, the milk that came from tits was milk from cows. Like cow tits. Cow tits. It's weird. I don't know why. It's kind of uncomfortable. Makes me feel a little queasy right have now. Have you guys seen the meme? Have you guys seen the meme where it's like the first guy who drank cow's milk probably did a lot did a lot of other really weird shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably true. Um okay, so are we gonna go with uh ant flow on a bad day as the worst yep. fluid to come in contact with? Worse than shit and puke? Yep. I I would second that, Riley. If we're going again, if it's happening, it's not like you're going to throw up when you see it or smell it. But shit and vomit, they'll actually make you may potentially make you, you know, sympathetic, sympathetically vomit. So uh, I don't know. I think, it's a toss up for me. Uh, I, how about it's all bad? It's yeah. all gross. It's all, Where it's all gross. Yeah. I mean, pee is, uh, what's the thing they always say about pee is pee is sterile? I don't, is that actually like a real thing? Um, I mean, I guess it can be, but there is quite a bit of bacteria that will start blooming if yes. it's not like fresh, fresh. Yeah, I think if why it's right from so, the source. Why are you an expert it, in that, Ahsoki? Is there something you need to tell us? Are you a fan of the I, golden shower? Absolutely not. That's a weird thing. Like the golden shower. Like that does, that's a sexual thing. Like people yeah, like being I don't understand. Off. And the, the Shiza, like people getting shit on. Mm. Was, didn't Vince, yeah, Vince McMahon isn't that a thing in the news right now where Vince McMahon like wanted to shit on people or something and Amber Heard shit in the bed well that happens sometimes weird stuff what's wrong with people I don't know y'all need okay. Jesus <laughs> we all need Jesus all right um so I saw something today that I thought would be fitting for this podcast I was I was in the uh, the fine state of Nebraska spending a bunch of money on uh, baseball equipment and I drove into the town of Bellevue, which is south of Omaha, for, for those wondering. And I've A, I've always found it weird when at an entrance to a town, they have like, welcome to Bellevue, and then it has the name of the mayor on the sign. I think that's weird. Do you guys think that's weird? Yeah, that's weird. Ahsoki? Do you think that's weird too? Yeah, I can't even tell you who the mayor of my town is, and I don't care. Voting matters, kids. It doesn't. They're all the same. Anyway, um, I've seen like hometown heroes, like if an Olympian lives there, or yeah, like I'm okay with that. A, prof a professional that. sports player of some some sort, or like uh, some famous doctor who invented some cure for something. Like I think that's fine. Yeah, something notable, like yeah. Not nobody like cares about the mayor. Not not you ran for the level of politics that's like nobody cares about. Like nobody nobody votes in, enough, but nobody votes in municipal elections. They don't care. Right. So I saw this sign and I 
I took note of the name of the mayor. Was it Roland Shit? No. <laughs> it, it this name sounds like it could, and it's not the most explicit thing. It is really not, but it made me chuckle. And I almost wonder if it is on Urban Dictionary. I haven't looked it up. Um, but like the mayor's name is Rusty Hike. Rusty <laughs> Hike. Okay, hold yeah, on. Yeah, that sounds like it could be. That could be, right? Yeah. Here's absolutely. the other fun part. I don't know if Rusty is a dude or a chick. I lean towards a chick, but I could be wrong. No, no Rusty's an a dude. old white man. Yeah. Oh man, Rusty. I'm picturing like a flannel shirt and maybe like the ball cap that looks like it has a loaf of bread underneath it. That's a Rusty. Okay, I I feel like I've met a few old lady Rusties. I could be wrong. There's I'll send no a way. Picture to the group chat. Okay, now is Rusty Hike going to be in Urban Dictionary? Uh, I don't know. We'll check it in a second. Okay, he's just old white guy, old white, old white man. Oh, he's he kind of like disappointing. He looks like a pastor. Yeah, he does. I could email Rusty Hike right now. <laughs> I clicked on it. Email Rusty Hike. Why are you the way that you are? Me? Sincerely, invite him on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, I should. Oh, uh, it is an Urban Dictionary. Oh, what is it? <laughs> oh no! Yes. Um, a rusty hike is when a person inserts their toes into the anus of another person as they <laughs> forcing the feces through from between the wiggling toes. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand. That's uh, fucking awesome. That made my fucking day. That's amazing. <laughs> All the people, hey, all, all the millions, all the millions are going to be listening with their sweeties because it's the Valentine's podcast, and they're all they're all gone now. Yeah, because of the rusty hike. Well, <laughs> it's not my fault. He has a weird fucking name. Maybe we yeah, get some, a new idea. It's like the rusty. one entry. Someone does not like this guy. It could be, yeah, the one guy that didn't vote for him. Yeah, <laughs> Roland shit is mad he didn't get elected. <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. That made my day. This is good. It's almost okay. like, did, did you put it on Urban Dictionary? Is this, no. is this whole story of plant? No, no, it's been there since October of 2018. I, I drove through Bellevue and I texted, <laughs> or I had my wife text me that name so I didn't forget. Because I wanted to make sure to bring it up. Lenny's been laying the groundwork for this podcast since 2018. I've been laying years. the work for this podcast for the last five minutes. Super organized. <laughs> Okay, so uh, you guys don't know this, but uh, there's a new game on the podcast, and we're going to start out with that, and, uh -huh. and this question is relevant to this relationship-type episode, and the I'm new scared. game is called, Is the Juice Worth the Squeeze? <laughs> and I... I... I uh, before we get into the game, by the way, remember, folks, send those in to me. But I I was thinking about that statement, right? Is the juice worth the squeeze? And I've always I've always kind of fallen into this uh, 
this idea that my dad said, and I really liked it, is there's honor and discretion. And I was like, God damn it, I'm contradicting myself because it's the same thing. It's just said differently. And I I just associate is the juice worth the squeeze with like supervisors would always say that when they told me something that I found to be um very pansy policing. Like, ah, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Now you're being a bitch. Um, so that there's an association there for me. But I, I like I don't want people to like think like just be as uh, aggressive about everything and don't use your fucking brain, which reminds me of that meme going around. Use your brain. Use your brain. Um, use your fucking brain. Um, but let's say there's honor and discretion. That's I like that better than is the juice worth the squeeze because it personally it upsets me. But anyway, is the juice worth the squeeze? Uh, the question comes in from a uh, I think. If I know who it is, I believe is a a longtime uh, friend of the page. And he asks. I lost it. Hold on. Poorly made. That's what she said. You're doing terrific. <laughs> well, I don't know if like. Oh, here it is. Okay. Is the juice worth the squeeze when it comes to threesomes? No. Lawrence, what would you do if you had a million dollars? I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> yes. The juice is worth the squeeze, my son. Go have a threesome. Do it. I think it depends. It depends what kind of threesome we're we talking about. Are we talking like two guys? And a girl, aka That's the devil, it. the devil, the devil no. three way. Are we talking? Two girls? <laughs> you said devil. This guy asked for a threesome. Okay, he didn't say the devil's three way. Okay, um, we're just. I'm gonna presume uh, a three like the uh, the Lord's three way. That sounds a little weird to say. The divine um, Lord's three way. The divine three way. There you go. Um, I would say here. Here's what I would say to that. Like an actual answer to that. Um. If you're in a serious relationship or married, there's a high possibility you're going to fuck up that relationship. Unless you're a swinger and you guys are cool with that shit, which some people are. More power to you. Um, it's probably not going to go so well. But if you're in a fling that you know is not going to last and she's into it and you don't want to marry this chick anyway, yeah, bud, two chicks at the same time. I would say the juice is worth squeezing that circumstance. What do you, is that, is that fair, Soki? Yeah. If you're with someone that you see like no future with, you're, you know, you are like not going to be with them long term. You have no plans of marrying them. You're not going to commit. Go for it. Um, but in a relationship context, speaking from personal experience, it will destroy your relationship. Don't do it. But if you don't care, then fuck it. Go for it. What do you think they're frostback? Well, I'm going to need a couple more beers if I'm going to start telling stories, but let's just say <laughs> from experience, if uh, I want to make it clear that not anything to do with my current, my current uh, relationship, but in my younger days, um, if you're going to do it with somebody you've been dating, there needs to be a lot of communication and boundary setting and what's okay and what's not okay. But if it's just two people that you've met on a whim, then 
send it and have fun. But yeah, if if it's somebody that you care about, you you actually want to have a long term relationship with, I think there's a significant chance you're just gonna fuck it up. Yep. Because jealousy rears, you know, jealousy or how you react to one and not the other and oh and then yeah then there's little questions and then that turns into you know it can get messy extremely quick so yeah it would, it's it's a lot of fun but i think what did you say just there's honor and discretion there's honor and discretion have a threesome be a man okay guys ready to... two women at the same time fuck yeah <laughs> They're not there for you anyway. Let's be real. That's probably there's probably something to that too. Um, yeah, yeah. You're window dressing. <laughs> okay, you want to hear a, a cringe moment at Walmart today? Yep. Did Walmart. you get your oil changed? Fuck you, Tony. Is that is that a, <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> so there's this guy in the bathroom. He changed my oil. Um. <laughs> so. I, I was wearing a hockey jersey, as I frequently do. Sweater. I enjoy it's a fucking hockey. sweater. It's a sweater. You're wearing a hockey sweater. Frost Sorry. back. You it's a hockey fucking... sweater. It's a fucking sweater. Go on. Continue. God. Triggered. I had my hockey jersey sweater on, and <laughs> a, a guy goes, hey, were you at the, the game last night? I was like, oh, no, I wish. And then I thought, I was like, oh, there's something to this. And I said, Oh, so you're saying there's another handsome guy there? And my I wasn't with my wife. Like my kids just looked at me like, what's fucking wrong with you, dude? Like the disappointment in my daughter, like she turned around and was like, Oh my God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I thought it was comedy gold. There's nothing then, wrong with you because I would have done the same thing. But then I kind of feel like the dude may have I didn't catch on to this until later, but the dude may have liked other dudes and I probably sent the wrong signal there. So then he changed my oil. You're fine. Nothing. I thought that was a great joke, but whatever. Fine. Miss <laughs> it. That's fine. Pat myself on the back. Here's, here's some things that came in uh, on the old Facebook. And some people left advice which uh, we'll, we'll read some of those too, but uh, the advice is to leave Ellie issues at the office and don't bring them home, which I completely agree with. I think that's, that's good. I do think, I think it's okay. Like to be able to talk to your spouse about stuff, if something's bugging you or whatever, but we all know like what's important, what's fucking drama at work. I think once you get home, you should you try and shut it off a little bit. You guys agree with that? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this before on the podcast, and it's kind of that if you need to, like, blow off steam, like, just pop the little, little bit to get, like, the surface level pressure off and then be normal at home. Like, you can't just unload everything at home. There's a really good book. I don't know if it was given to me when I started the Academy by my agency, and it's a red cover. It's called Emotional Survival for Law Enforcement. Oh, it's yep. been around um, for a long time. I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So my, my agency actually issues it to you as like required reading when you started the Academy, or at least they did when I started. Um, and they talk about the magic chair. 
And I didn't think that was a thing, except, you know, you read it, then you don't give a fuck. And then I, I rediscovered it a couple of years ago. And I definitely was doing that. I would get home and I would sit in the magic chair and I would just zonk out for like an hour after I got home. And I didn't even realize I was doing it. But yeah, it's not really a healthy thing. And so I think, you, yeah, like we, we, we've, we've been through this before on different podcasts with different people. I think that there's certain things you might want to talk about, but then also depending on how much, if you're always talking about work shit, like say something's going on and you have to spend an hour explaining to your spouse, like who this person is and who this person, who that person is and why what this person did was annoying because of this or because of that. Like it's just, it's yeah. unless it's something that's keeping you up at night, it's better to just shut it off. Yep. I agree. Uh, he also mentioned alcoholism isn't always a bad thing. Uh, are you sure about that? <laughs> Are What's you your definition sure of alcoholism? That? You know, if like, you're going fucking uh, here, let me speak Canadian for you. If you're going Jim Leahy, that's a little too much, right? Yeah. Um, but if you like to have a few drinky poos every once in a while, I think that's okay. Like I, I don't have a problem. And in fact, like I like to drink a little bit here and there. I think it's okay to fucking have, you know, a glass of whiskey or, you know, rum and Coke or whatever you want to do. Everything in moderation, right? Moderation yeah. is the fucking key to everything in life. But uh, I think human beings, um, or maybe just me, I struggle with that. It is hard to to uh, do things in moderation. You know, sometimes you, you take more money to the casino than you should have. It's a problem. Allegedly. Not that that's happened. Not that that's ever happened. Um, so, yeah, I would say alcoholism, bad, but having a few drinky poos, it's fine. It's well, fine. again, like it's it's the context, too. I remember I, I remember being into a what we'll call a critical incident, and we have like our support people that come in and talk to us or like the fourth shrink or whatever. And I remember them saying like, you know, something awful. I was involved in a pretty, pretty messed up scenario. And I'm like, they're like, if it's normal for you to go home and have a glass of whiskey, then go home and have a glass of whiskey. But if you're draining like a bottle to get to sleep at night and you're calling in sick the next day, then, then, then that's probably when it's time to talk to somebody. But if it's normal for you to come home after a long day and, you know, crack a beer, then whatever, like you're not hurting anybody. How do I get my wife's boyfriend to accept me asking for a friend? Um... <laughs> I think you have to be oh, the devil's three way. Is how well, they you have get this the little. Acceptance. They have they have this little chair in the corner of the hotel room. So <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, the old cock chair. Yeah, classic. Um, all right, this one... for oh my god! Sorry about the noises. Uh, we got to help this guy out. My friends say I should be on the Love on the Spectrum show, which I've never heard of, but it sounds delicious. Uh, <laughs> because I'm a failure when it comes to dating. I'm 36, no kids, never married. I look like George Costanza, which, uh, I don't know. I don't think you do. Uh, what can I do besides quit my job, work out, and get hair plugs to find love? Okay, did you uh, not see the episode of Seinfeld where George goes up to the hot girl and is like, hi, my name's George, I'm unemployed, and I live with my parents. And the girl's like, my name's so-and-so, hi, and she's all into him. There's a lid for every that. pot. There is a lid for every pot. Uh, Ahsoka, you want me to hook you up with this dude? Uh, hold on, I'm actually on Facebook <laughs> looking 
to see if I can. Give I don't think he's that bad looking. I think he's like I think he's selling himself short. Don't sell yourself short, man. There's a lot uglier dudes than you. <laughs> like my ex. Um, let's see. Yeah, he's not a bad looking guy. I don't know. Okay, and first no. of all, love on the spectrum is for people that are on the autism spectrum. Well, I know that. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, that's why I thought it was kind of funny because I'm a bad person. Um, he doesn't look like George Costanza. What? I did see it a little bit. It sounds like he needs. It sounds. You know what? You know what? Maybe Ahsoka can confirm this. What girls don't like is a lack of confidence. Agreed. Sounds like he. Needs, yeah. Sounds. Sounds like he needs to give his balls a tug. And <laughs> give your balls a tug, you kid fucker. Like you part know. of it is the confidence level because, like, just speaking from my own like point of view, I have my own insecurities. I don't have time to build up and work on someone else's. Like, yeah, it's you gotta have some. Yeah, you gotta have some baseline level of like confidence and decent mental health because I can't carry us both. So maybe work on that, and also work out. I know that was on your list of like, what can I do besides doing that? But that helps. It'll also help your mental health and your mood and your confidence. So, exactly. Yeah. Touch grass. I don't know what kind of dude Touch you are. Grass. But... Well, no, I mean that seriously. Rounding. Go outside barefoot. Rounding. Yeah. I, I, I mean, so. like, okay, that's fucking gay. I don't know what the fuck that is. But <laughs> I know this is a weird thing, but like, I'll be all fucking wound up about whatever. And I'll go for a fucking walk, as stupid as that sounds, and not want to go. Like, I don't want to fucking go for a walk. It's fucking stupid. I'll yeah, you and your walk. attitude about going for a walk. Which it's cold outside. There's snow. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking the Midwest. It's fucking cold. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead and tell me how snowy and cold it is. I don't. <laughs> you you have fucking special features for the cold, you fucking frostback. Yeah, I got a, bottle, a lot of body hair right now. Yeah, it's like a sweater. fucking Sam Squanch. Um, but I go around and I go for a walk, you know, plug in a podcast, whatever. It fucking, I don't know what it, it's stupid, but it, like it makes me feel a whole lot fucking better. Um, I, there's I actually, there's actually, that's actually science. Okay. Okay. Neil Armstrong. <laughs> what? That reminds me of a joke. Remind me to tell you, you, I think I told you guys the Neil Armstrong joke. But um, no, so when you're, well, I'll I'll tell tell the science part first, then we'll do the joke. But um, same thing, critical incident debrief. If you're super stressed, whether it's being from being having a gun pointed at you during a pursuit or whether it's because you're stressed about your alcoholism or your gambling losses or your home life or your wife or your kids or your work or whatever, your body doesn't differentiate any of that and it just dumps cortisol and it dumps uh, adrenaline like epinephrine and norepinephrine into your system. And if you can elevate your heart rate for about 20 minutes, your body will eliminate about 90 to 95% of those hormones in your body. Interesting. So going for a brisk walk for 20 minutes, that's why it makes such a huge difference is your body is actually processing those stress hormones in your body. Oh, Tony's here. Hey, Tony, how do we help George Costanza find a date? Ah, <laughs> no helping that, that well being. Hey! No, we were building this dude up. We don't need your fucking negativity. Okay, well, George Costanza. Nothing you could do about that. He probably likes pineapple on his pizza. 
Oh God! Is this how this is how we're starting? Not even here two seconds. We're already ready. Want to fight? Ready well, you're to the one who's dropping the ball joke. Hey, listen, it's not my fault. Not my fault. Hey, why does your audio suck? Is it your fucking shitty Apple phone? Probably, probably. Time to upgrade to a new one. Probably, I should. I'm being cheap lately. I just spend a, a lot. To, a Samsung. Fight, you know, and all this other stuff. So hopefully, oh yeah. Hold. Promising news from uh, Pizza Tony. Your audio does really suck dick right now, though. It is fucking horrible. Yeah, maybe disconnect and come back. Yeah, it's bad. Um, but big robot Saul. Yeah, I do love robot Saul. Yeah, robot <laughs> um, Saul from the mountains. Yeah. 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 So, uh, big news. Pizza Tony will be coming to PMPM headquarters to record a podcast, and I'm going to force him to go fishing with me and. Uh, in May, so look forward to that. He's uh, he's also probably going to critique my my skills at coaching baseball because Ooh. he's going to probably have to sit through a ball game or two, and so I can't wait for him to be like, ah, oh, he told the kids this, and that was fucking stupid, and Mama Mia, that's not how you play the baseball. I can't, I can't wait to watch you yell oh, at some ten year old to yell at some ten year old and just make the fucking kid cry. You think I, I would teach him how to change his oil? Brad, I think I think yeah, I don't know because you take you take sports very seriously, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're but, fucking you know, kids, man, and they're supposed to have fun. Have you have you you have you not? Do you, you've told stories on how you uh you coached and you had these parents and kids yelling at you, and you were the coach. I mean, not the coach, the umpire. The umpire. Yeah, it's the opposing parents from a, a really shitty city nearby that I want to name well, drop, but I won't. Heckle them back. I did. I fucking told the dude. I was like, if you want to come fucking umpire, here's the shit. I turned okay. around and fucking told him that. So how about I go out too and I yeah. just heckle back? Yeah, be my pro hecklers. Although I'll be coaching. So I, I anyway, those kids are fucked, by the way, because I, I haven't played much baseball besides Little League. So we're going to lose a lot of games, but we're going to have fun. <laughs> it's going to be, be great. It's going to be great. Okay. Let's help some more people because this isn't about this isn't about us. This is about helping the people. That's that's what we're here for. Um, a fella wrote in, avoid everything and everyone. That's like his advice, which is solid. I mean, it is solid advice because people yeah. will only hurt you and disappoint you. Yeah, relatable. Relatable, for sure. Um, we also have more advice to always marry the department bicycle. <laughs> you can change her and she knows what she's doing. I think this is a win-win. I don't see what any false go wrong. What could go wrong? Great all advice, you have dude. To do, all yes. you have to do is be more manly than every other guy she's been with. There's, no, <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing, nothing wrong with that. Did someone named Megan write that one and send it in? <laughs> no, no. Was there, a hairline? Like was there a hairline we would recognize? <laughs> <laughs> a high forehead? She kind of has... Remember how... Okay. I know you're, you're you might Canadian. call it a five. You might call it a five head. I know uh, you're Canadian, but and I don't know if, if the uh, the other people in this podcast will get this too. But y'all notice how like Peyton Manning by the end of his career, like his fucking forehead was huge. Like it, I don't remember it being big. Oh yeah, it's a like it's a five or a six. It's a five or a six head for sure. Yeah. So like she has Peyton Manning forehead for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, who yeah. do you get? 
You guys yeah. want to real quick, real quick, not relationship advice mm-hmm. or anything, but uh, this podcast I think will come out a couple days after the Super Bowl. Who who do you guys got? Anybody care? Anybody paying attention? Ahsoki? I think the script is for the Chiefs to win, so some shit can happen with Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I think that's what's in the script. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's. I think Taylor Swift's going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think there's going to be some like touchdown. fucking grand proposal or something. It'll be like an Airbud situation where somebody gets injured <laughs> and Taylor has to like step in. She'll catch the winning touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> Save the game. Put me in, coach. I've been training training for this for the last few weeks. (laughs) (laughs) I heard. I heard they're taking bets on if she's actually going to make it to the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I I think I read somewhere she has to be out of the country. All right, so I I'm going to root for the Chiefs, or I'm not going to root for the Chiefs. I'm going to root for the Niners. Um, I hate the city of San Francisco, but I really like Brock Purdy. And as a, a Broncos fan, you know, the son of a uh, former Denver Bronco, Kristen McCaffrey, I got to I got to root for him. But I'm not like I'm not all like upset about like the whole like Taylor Swift, Kelsey thing, like whatever, dude, it's cool. But I will tell you if there is like if they win and then he proposes to her on on live TV, I'm going to probably fucking vomit in my mouth. Yeah, I I think that's what's gonna happen. I would also like the 49ers to win because that's like my team. That's generally this area. Um, but I think the Kelsey Swift thing is in the cards. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of boomers shooting their TVs. I think. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back to the podcast. Attention all law enforcement officers looking for a badge as flexible and resilient as you are. Discover Flex Shield by Ghost Patch. Our Flex Shields are not just generic badges, they're custom made flexible metallic emblems designed to replicate your actual badge. Perfect for outer carriers, they come with a durable Velcro backing, making them easy to attach and keep them secure. Looking for a distinguished wallet badge? Flex Shield fits the bill. Why choose Flex Shield? We offer unmatched quality at nearly half the price of our competitors, and we never charge for molder setup fees. Plus, we're the only ones offering true dual plating, a testament to our commitment to excellence. Proudly law enforcement owned and operated, we understand what it means to wear a badge. Start your custom order today at ghostpatchcustom.com. Flex Shield, the badge of the future. All right. Um, this guy writes in, my wife says I can't have a crown bit. <laughs> Crown Vic, because they're ugly and you already have too many cars or whatever. What should I do? Throw Leave that bitch. Yep. Throw out the call whole life. Get a new one. Yeah, call a divorce lawyer. I'm going to sell my Crown also, Vic, by the way. Is that sacrilege? Are you, you going to sell I your delete, I'm going to sell my Vic. I might sell my No. I, I, here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, a uh, and I hope people don't like hate me for it because I, if it's like a matter of practicality, right? I don't drive it. It's on the insurance. It costs money, and it needs some love. And I don't have the time and energy to fix it right now. And I'm not gonna say I won't ever get a Vic again because I probably will, but. You know, it's an O2. I really would like to get like a 
uh, uh, an 11. And so yeah, one of the last ones, yeah. one of the last, you know, the later ones, because that's, you know, what I drove. Not that there's anything wrong with my O2, but it's not a forever thing. It's just a temporary thing. And why don't you auction it and use the money toward to, for like either a charity or to like fund the podcast? Well, um, I thought we were going to do that with my Converse. I thought we were going to do that, too. Uh, I thought about that. I thought about like. Tell me if this is shitty, because uh, I, I obviously like I'm not like one of these dudes like donut operator where I have like a shitload of money or whatever. Not to, like shit on donut. And that's not what I'm trying to do. But I don't have like the funds to like give all that money away. <laughs> you know, I need like if I could get what I paid for it and then anything beyond as charity, I'd be cool with that. Or is that shitty? No, the charity no, could reasonable. be a podcast. Mm. I mean, it kind of would go back. I mean, it would kind of go back towards the podcast and just into my wallet so I could pay for cleats, <laughs> you know, pay for shit. So I don't know. I, I'm thinking you that's probably going to happen. I know. I when it, when it, when we sell it, we'll do like a, a memorial episode to it or something like that. Uh, yeah. I, th I actually thought, you know what? We're just going to put it out here right now because this podcast is going to come out soon. If somebody that listens to the podcast would like to buy my Crown Vic, you have like a, a week after this podcast comes out. Otherwise, I'm going to put it up. What do you ask for? It? Um, I paid 2K for it, and it's in about in the same shape. So I'm going to try and get 2K out of it. 800 final offer. Suck my dick. Maybe later we'll see. Hey, hey we're gonna have fun in May. <laughs> in the dungeon. We'd like to welcome Tony to the podcast. How are you, Tony? It's so little. Anyway. Um I hope Tony it sound like Mickey it. Mouse. Oh, no, no. That's me, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> anyway. Moving on, relationship. Honest question. What can cops do to maximize their free time with loved ones to ensure a healthy marriage and family life? He put on there that he would like to hear Scotch's thoughts, but Scotch is currently being jizzed on. So <laughs> we're going to uh, we're going to have to answer this for them. Let's start with you, Tony. What can you do to maximize free time with loved ones? Well, for one, make sure you don't have a mistress. That's, uh, that's a good start. Yeah. Uh, or finish quick. Or oh, that's yeah. don't don't sign up for overtime. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I can't really give a good example because I work for a department that it's constantly forced overtime. So it's not always good to have a good work-life balance. Unless you work overnights or midnights to be home during the day and, you know, do stuff with the kids and everything. So that's, you know, that's the start, I guess. What do you think, Ahsoki? Um, I don't know. I almost feel like I'm not qualified to answer that because I've been doing the whole thing by myself. Um, I think the big thing would probably be like schedule your days in a way that makes sense where when you're off shift, you're not going to the gym for like two hours after work before you get home. Like if you're going to get up and go to the gym, like go before your shift and then after work, go home 
instead of spending like your kids or wife's like awake time, like assuming you're on like days or whatever, like don't spend their awake time away from the house because you're going to miss out on a bunch of little things and those little things add up over time. I like that. What about you? Frosty of Frostbacks. Frosty like the Frostback. <laughs> I know there's a second line of that. I just can't get there. Mm-hmm. I'll have to think of something. But like what like <laughs> like Tony was saying, like I think a lot of guys live they, they, like their overtime checks become like the standard of living. And I think that that gets dangerous because then you have to work the overtime to maintain a certain a lot standard of living, right? So if you can force yourself to live on your normal paycheck, if you have the opportunity to take a bit of overtime, then great. But like, you know, I know guys that work almost all their days off and it's like, well, do you want to see your kids grow up or no? I guess I know it's forced overtime, but yeah, le- le- live within your means and, and try to actually take time off and, if you can take like, you know, PTO days or whatever to be around for certain important things, whether it's like going to a kid's field trip or something like they'll appreciate that. They'll remember that forever. And you'll somehow get over, you know, losing 10 or 12 hours out of your bank. That's a really good point about people working the overtime for money and then the overtime checks becoming that like standard of living. Like that's what you're spending off of versus what your actual income is because I know a bunch of people that have fallen into that trap themselves then they're like oh I have to work more overtime because now I have all these extra expenses but they're adding those expenses based off of overtime and not the regular paychecks I think that's huge yeah I I, I'm glad this came up like I didn't think this was going to be coming up with this question but i'm glad it did because i i've seen a lot of people struggle with that especially you know they get involved in some fucking critical incident and they say hey you can't work your off-duty gigs anymore that's fucking bad you get hurt you can't work your off-duty gigs anymore that is fucking bad for people that off-duty money like if you want to use it to save for a vacation or like put into a savings account or you know a lot of dudes would put it in the retirement Cool. I mean, if if that's more important than seeing your family, but yeah, I ooh, that is a dangerous game people play. Cannot get reliant on that extra money. I actually, I got a piece of advice once from a guy, and he said, "I live on the same amount of money when I from when I started, and every pay bump that I got, I put that money away or I invest that." money so you know i think our agency start started like around 50k or something like that and you know you're making almost double that and you know at the time we were talking that he was making double that that's a lot of fucking money to be putting away and saving and shit which we're kind of getting away from the whole relationship thing i was gonna say though uh i actually think i can tell you something i think scotch would say because me and him actually had a, a conversation the other day Hope he doesn't mind me saying this. I don't think he will, but um, you know, we were kind of talking about some things, and you know, he said something that I was like, God, that's pretty fucking smart. And he said that, you know, when you spend spending time with your family, you know, a big part of it is quality time. 
like the the time you're around needs to be quality like you're not dicking off into your phone or you know occupied with something else like if you need to go out and like take a breather and decompress or whatever for a couple minutes you know you were talking about your jizz chair or something um <laughs> riley you know you do that but once like you know once you're kind of settled like that that time you spend is quality time and i was like that's fucking that's pretty fucking good man um i it's in our our high speed world right where we're all distracted by a lot of things at once i you know i think we forget you know especially you know maximizing time with you know spouses and family and stuff like i know i'm fucking guilty of it like looking in at my phone when i should be paying attention to my wife and kids um i think shit like that goes a long way 100% yeah i agree all right um i mean hold on i did that all wrong i meant this whole fucking time to talk like scotch so we got to we got to go back and do this whole segment over again so what you got to do is uh pull out you know instead of plucking your banjo when you're hanging out with your families you gotta you gotta be real paying attention to them like anyway sorry scotch that was inappropriate uh i just got a message by the way somebody messaged me the uh, to see you, you guys now the uh saul saul's episode where he destroys his legacy is out and somebody said it's like fucking hilarious so you guys haven't heard it yet or some of you guys weren't there so i can't wait it's probably comedy one gold. of the funniest podcasts that, that has been done comedy gold comedy gold it's probably up there with cemetery slammers it's good. really it's good it is fucking wild um uh, this, all- this podcast might not even come out because that one was so, so good we might get canceled i don't know <laughs> i'm okay. so behind it's gonna take me forever to listen to that one you should go, probably just, just go listen, ahead to, that one. To, listen to that yeah one. just skip ahead to that one go listen to that one all right let's fucking let's fucking ask some questions here uh hey this is an update from one of our uh prior podcasts you guys remember peanut butter mouth yeah he uh he says that he's been talking to somebody and been going to the gym for the past six months and he's no longer shy about talking to a girl well fucking done dude congratulations we're proud of you man yes all right here's a uh See, we we are miracle workers, by the way. See what we do? We're helping people. The more you know. Um, I have a question. Fuck you. Yeah, go ahead. Do you remember? Fuck, I don't even remember what it was. You had like a dating a dating show episode? Dude. <laughs> Did you not put that together? I know I'm, I'm being a dick. You're an asshole. Okay. Fuck you. So does anyone want to update on that? Yes. Do you want to okay. talk about that? Do you want to talk about I, it? I will this briefly. This is up to you. I will briefly talk about it because I know some of his friends listen. <clears throat> so. Uh oh. Okay, let's be careful here. I will do Let my best not to get him doxxed. Um. So we dated for a year and a half, like pretty sweet. Not that many issues. Very short version is 
two days after I hosted his daughter's birthday party at my house with his family, I found out he had been fucking his bad bunny neighbor. And we broke up. And then I didn't actually, okay, so I knew he cheated. Didn't actually find out it was her until I went to pick up my things from his house. And she was banging on the door, like threatening to smash my car windows, threatening to slash my tires because I was over there messing with her man. So that's how that ended. Sorry about that. It's all good. Never again. I have a lot of pain in my heart because I feel like that's my fault because of the stupid podcast. Yeah, I'm kind well, of fucked it up well about intense. it, but I'm extra yeah. funny now. <laughs> You're welcome Ooh. for my service in that case. Yes, thank you. What are friends for? Hey, if there's a fucking nice guy out there that's going to treat Ahsoka right, or maybe maybe this podcast is the wrong place to find love. I don't know. Or maybe it's the right place. I don't know. I'm going to get 387 messages, by the way. Like, <laughs> Trying to get your shoes. Yeah, we want the Converse shoes. You know, I'm pretty sure there's a guy at my gym that might have a suspicion. Converse a couple times, and I'm like, I don't know about you. You should just roll with it and be like, "So, do you like podcasts?" (laughs) (laughs) I listened to this one with this guy that has autism. We just listened to get to be nice, but. Occasionally, it's funny because he has good guests. <laughs> the good guests are us. Yeah, and the I gotta be honest, I I'm very happy with, um, uh, really like the last. I mean, actually, that you know, I was gonna say the last like few podcasts, but I gotta say, it, just to, like throw it out there, I've been like really fucking lucky. A lot of the people that have come on the podcast are fucking phenomenal people, and they've been fucking yeah. hilarious and had lots of good shit. So. I feel like this season is really good. Yeah, I think it's really good, too. And, you know, there's some from years past or years past that, uh, you know, I think about them. I'm like, God, that was a really good fucking podcast, man. I was lucky that person came on. So Mattingly is one of your best, I think. That was one of your best. Yeah. Double like that. like And just like it totally changed my perspective on that incident because I didn't know anything about it. Because of that, I bought his book. And I've, you know, not spread the word, but I've enlightened more than a few people about that because a lot of people know no know nothing about what happened so you're, you're doing a lot of good and also poop jokes and poop jokes <laughs> and uh, raptor noises oh the poor raptors it's been a while it's been a while Where's um toby? maybe they'll make an oh, appearance sometime is toby's here no, no I, I saw toby the other day we got some chicken tendies together in the middle Those of are- iowa it was great you looked so happy pulling into the parking lot. You like, did. You looked, you looked like a kid on Christmas morning. <laughs> I was so happy to see my Toby. It was kind of weird. He took a video of me as I arrived, but whatever. I'm arriving. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, here we gotta we gotta we gotta get serious here. Okay, you ready? This one yeah. needs some serious help. <laughs> Okay. Um, what is that? That's a raptor. Is it? Yeah. From the, second, the second Jurassic Park. 
Okay. Have I told you about being traumatized by Jurassic Park as a child? No, let's talk about it. Let's, oh, okay. let's diagnose this. So my mom was watching it in the living room and I snuck out of my bedroom and I had crawled behind the couch and I had my head peeked around the corner. And you know that scene where like that lizard kind of dinosaur like is looking at whoever and pops Newman. its frills out? Newman. Newman, yeah. Newman. yeah. Yeah. Like pops those things out and like screeches, traumatized me for life. I have never actually finished the original Jurassic Park ever. Because that scared me so bad as a kid. Yeah. Often chest congestion relief oh, that no. goes the, the distance. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, just pay, just pay for DM. YouTube premiums. Buy my Crown Vic, and uh, I will pay for YouTube premium. I love this song, by the way. It's good. Is it not the theme for Jurassic Park? This was John Williams, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, of course, it's good. John Williams. A, a co-worker of mine, his ringtone was the Jurassic Park theme on a violin. Very nice. A man of culture. Welcome to Poorly Made Police Memes Park. That was stupid. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I've had a few drinky poos. So. Uh, this is a serious question, though. How to best mitigate the worry that your partner may have about your safety at work. That's a fucking, that's a good question. I got to be honest with you. I don't know. Um, as far as I know, my wife, like maybe she hoped I died. I don't know. She didn't really <laughs> like, I don't feel like that's anything that really bugged her. I mean, like I, I, I told the story. I think I've told the story at least about, um, you know, I've, I've told you guys, obviously on this podcast has come up a few times about that, a pursuit I was in and the dude, had a gun on me and uh i never told her about it and i got an award for it and we went to the award ceremony and they read the fucking thing and she looked over me like what the fuck and i was like yeah i didn't want to stress you out so i didn't tell you um <laughs> but you know i she never had the worry thing as far as i know i don't you know riley what do you have you had that conversation with your old lady so, i mean actually so uh, it's funny um, Mrs. Mrs. Riley is upstairs and I'm debating going upstairs to ask her because she told me once that she never worried and never really thought about it until she was pregnant. And then when she had like pregnancy brain, suddenly it was like, oh my God, what if something happens? Then I will be by myself. And, and that's when that anxiety started rolling. But I mean, I don't really know. I, I was going to say, you should ask her, but oh, I, yeah, I was going to say, Okay, well, I'm going to talk, and you can you I'm going to mute myself, stand by. Back. Oh. I'll mute myself, stand by. Okay, thanks for making me edit, dickhead. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to leave that. But I was going to say, maybe that's like a police wife thing. Like, my officers are in danger, or my officer's in danger. Like, maybe like the, the chicks that make like being a police wife their whole entire personality, maybe they oh, worry God. about it a little bit more. Um. Yeah, I sent you guys that video and I got all pissed off where she was yeah. some police wife was like, my officer. Fuck you, bitch. Cringe. Uh, Tony, what do you have? You had that conversation with uh, Mrs. Cannoli? So, Mrs. Cannoli. <laughs> You're an asshole. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I would. I would uh, definitely uh, 
say we had the conversation, you know, I, there's not, I don't, there's nothing really that I can think of that I can do to, to mitigate her worry other than, you know, just have to say, you know, I, I take care of myself and obviously anything can happen at any moment, you know, during, during this job. So, but I know like, cause my, uh, my wife was uh, pregnant during uh, the summer of love. So I would say, you know, similar to what uh, Riley was saying, that she was worried then because, you know, I was, you know, I was very involved in all the fiery but peaceful uh, protest of uh, the summer of love. So she she was definitely concerned about that, about me uh, getting getting hurt or something serious because, you know, there were a lot of cops getting hurt during that time. But I would tell her, I'd be like, listen, you know, obviously me me getting hurt is a serious problem but it actually is a paid vacation and kind of here so because i like years ago i had a and this is back before we were married we were boyfriend girlfriend i uh had a serious physical injury where i broke broke a bone i'm not gonna say what bone so i don't talk to myself it's but it was yeah (laughs) so got a you know had a serious injury where it required surgery so i was home for like several months and um and she was worried she was like she she was upset that i didn't call her when i was in the hospital she got upset because the they they drove me home and we were living together at the time so they the the priest the precinct that was with actually drove me home out, outside the city limits and she, and when she saw that the police car front she's like what the fuck she was freaking out oh you know? shit yeah oh yeah that would yeah that would be upsetting mm. and mind you this was like i think she just happened to be up and this is I think I got home like four in the morning at, and probably three, four in the morning. So obviously that's not a, that's not a good sign. You seeing the, the car, especially a marked car roll up. So, um, but, uh, you know, I just, I always tell us that I'm careful. I do my best. And we always, after that point, we had a conversation. She's like, if anything ever like that ever happens again, she wants me to call her this, that, and the other. So I said that I would next time if it ever it hasn't, hasn't happened since, but, uh, I said I would. And, I keep her informed or I told her that uh, my uh, my old partner and me and her still talk that um, she would call her if anything. God forbid. So Riley, do you have a uh, you have an answer? Uh, so she said that. Um, well, you, I mean, we won't get into specifics, but you guys know me like I take my I take my officer safety and my tactics pretty seriously and so i'm you know i mean i look after myself i try to be careful and so she tried to just trust that i will be careful and look after myself and in her words she just tries not to think about it which i know isn't really an answer but it's a strategy i guess yeah asoki what do you think about all this um so for me with I can't even call him cheater Toby because we banned him from a Toby name. Um, But when I was in that relationship and he was working on patrol and I was not, um, he would double up with one of his best friends on shift. And it kind of gave me comfort knowing that he was working with someone that I knew had his back. And I know that's not always possible depending on the agency or the shift or whatever. Um, but just having some kind of communication and like at least knowing who's on shift and being like, hey, 
Like if something happens, like, can you contact my girlfriend or husband or wife or like whatever, just having that, I don't know, like degree of camaraderie there to where someone will inform you if something happens, but you could like get in a car crash on the way home from your shift and you wouldn't be on duty. Like you just never know. So you can't really worry about it and dwell all the time because people fucking die in car crashes every day or people like die in their sleep or like shit just happens. You can't constantly worry about that because it's going to consume you. You know, this is unrelated to dating or anything, but, and, and I don't, I don't want this to sound like disrespectful to the dead or, or anything like that, but be hard to kill. And what I mean by that is, you know, we've all heard stories, you know, and, and obviously there's always things out of people's control, right? Um, but I feel like most of us probably know a circumstance where an officer is killed on duty and it didn't have to be that way. And it was, you know, out of recklessness or negligence or, or whatever. Right. Um, I, I think everybody, you know, that goes to work on the job knows, by the way, this is getting a little too serious. We need to start talking about vaginal blood again, but Ew. everybody <laughs> that is, no, we don't, no, the... we don't, no, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, but, but, every, but seriously, like everybody on the job knows, like, you know, there's a potential every day you go to work, you might not come home. Right. And that's, you know, and I know people could scream, Oh, other jobs have that too. Okay. Yes. But most other jobs don't have people that would kill you instead of going to jail. Um, I just say, don't a, don't make it easier for those folks. And also like, if you're going to be memorialized, make it fucking like, make your life worth it. You know? Yeah. Um, That's a a good point. Absolutely. Well, how much shit do we all see? I mean, either, you know, for those of us who were on the job and those of us who are still on the job, like I, I, I see shit sometimes every day and I've, I'm tired of like, I'm tired of seeing new names on a memorial wall and I'll actually say to people like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And, and, and the reaction is fucking baffling. You're like, okay, RoboCop. And it's like, no, man, I don't want to see you get fucking killed. Like, anyway. Yeah. No, like that's a really good point though, because just a lot of the local officers that have died in like the last 10 years, like local to me, quite a few of them did something just so outside of the normal of what they should have done. Like there was obvious complacency, there was a lack of situational awareness that led to those. So just be aware pay attention, communicate, like, like Lonnie said, be hard to kill. Don't drop your guard down just because like, it's a bright sunny day, like pay attention to everything around you. And I say, honestly, like a big part of that is, is driving cars. Yeah. I get, we have lots of distractions. We have cell phones, we have computers, we have radios. Uh, Too many cops die by their own hand, man. And, uh, and I get sometimes that is out of your control. You know, you get hit by somebody else or, or whatever. Right. But, you know, people are, they need you to come home. And if you don't make sure it's worth it. That's all yeah. I got to say about that. All right. That's way too fucking serious. I don't like it. Uh, <laughs> we're going to play some audio that I have not listened to yet from our good friend, uh, 
Wade, who's got some uh, stuff to tell us. Wade's dating advice number one. Don't bang the dispatcher or the records clerk or a fellow squad mate. Just don't do it. Quite frankly, if you do, you are basically going to want to put your dick in a meat grinder and call it a day. Because when inevitably it goes south, and it will, guess what happens? Not only are you going to pay the price, your squad mates will too when that shit gets taken out on the whole team. Don't do it. Go for the crazy nurse instead or something like that. Or the teacher or the daycare person, whatever. But keep your pen out of the company ink pool. Please tell me that I've told a story about the guy that was fucking the convenience store chick. Yes. Okay. 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 My memory. Okay. Um, Basically, uh, as I recall the story, the dude um, made friends with uh, a married couple that worked at a convenience store or something and became so good of friends that he started like, Banging the guy's wife. And that's what friends do, right? That's what friends do. And then it got to the point where the wife or the girlfriend or whoever liked fucking the cop better than her husband. And and they like this was like shit on duty. I heard they were doing this like whatever. And it finally the husband got pissed off about it and he went to the department and said, Hey, your dude is banging my wife on duty. I was cool with it at first, but it's it's too much now. Um, great story. This kind of circles back to that threesome question at the beginning of this. It's a bad <laughs> idea. Sometimes. 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 Sharing is so, not caring. All right. Do I have to pay the... I got to play the, play the clip again. Lawrence, what would you do if you had a Just to remind dollars? everybody. I'll tell you what I'd do, man. Two chicks at the same time, man. <laughs> All right. More advice. So in order to have a successful relationship that you want to foster and have grow into more and more and have a deeper connection, I highly encourage you to buy products to make a sandwich and be a man. <laughs> and when the time comes, put the products on the counter, such as bread, meat, and condiments, and tell her, you and you want a sandwich. That is horrible advice. Don't listen. Yeah, don't do not do that unless you want to die. Yeah. A little bit more serious on this one here, but it honestly comes down <laughs> to scheduling. And we do shift work. It sucks. We know that. Accept it and do as best as you can to move around that. It takes legitimate planning to set up date nights. And you need to put the effort in to have date nights and have couple time, especially if you have kids either together or kids maybe from separate families that you're blending your household. You have to find time and you can't be jealous when things that take critical time over that, such as her kids or your kids need your attention too. You need to be able to set up yourselves for success by saying, Let's have a date night every other Wednesday and it, you get a sitter or a family member. And I mean, hey, there's things like care.com. So, I mean, there's no excuse not to try and find a sitter with a little bit of work uh, in order to make sure the healthiness of your relationship is continues. 
Um, I like the date night thing. I got to be honest. I I have not been great about that. And, you know, because I have four kids in a week pullout game and it's tough. And uh, we found time not that long ago to do that. And we found some more time to just like hang out and talk than we've had in a while. And uh, I feel like it's been a good thing and, and made me realize some things that may, I was missing. So, you know, don't don't forget about your spouse. You know, life gets busy. You got work. You got podcasts. You, uh, you know, you have a bunch of kids. You have a crippling gambling addiction. Um, don't forget about your wife or your spouse. What do you guys think? Uh, Tony. Uh, definitely always uh, make time when you can. And uh, yeah. Asokis. Make time when you can, but I think all of us can kind of agree that like at some point things are just so busy and so hectic that it can be hard to make that time. So when things like that, like things when things are just hectic and busy and there's kids sports and work and just too much going on, find like just like little trinkets, like bouquet of flowers or like some little thing that your partner likes, whatever it is, like fucking model car or patch or just like some little thing where you can be like, hey, I was thinking of you and I got this for you just to kind of push through that lull I guess where there's no date night time like just this hey we haven't been able to go on a date but I saw this and I was thinking of you I like that Riley you guys are going to make fun of me relentlessly for this I I don't even I don't even fucking care but along the same lines of what Ahsoka said you have to know your partner's love language and so it sounds like hers is you know gift giving or receiving gifts whether it's quality time whether it's acts of service like something as simple as spit yeah (laughs) exactly knowing 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 kinks knowing kinks knowing hard and soft limits like that's important like something something simple like if i come home late at night and i don't have time i might if i have an extra minute maybe i'll go you know fill her car up with gas or like you know fill up the windshield washer fluid or, or something like no but like something like that because you know, I know that that's something that she appreciates or, you know, something, you know, and whether it's that or whether it's, yeah, well, or quality time or whatever. I can't remember what all five of them are, but know what your partner appreciates, because if you're doing something and they don't realize that you're doing that as a, like a way to show how you care about them, then they're not going to appreciate it. So you have to figure out what, what their language is so that you can do something. If you can't have a date night or if you can't have, you know, all the time that you want to or to you know time you know conflicting schedules and shift schedules if you only have a small window then you need to know your partner well enough to know what little thing you can do that'll actually be meaningful to them yes i love that that wasn't that bad i was expecting like you know knowing the love language you know she likes when i shit on her chest or whatever like <laughs> that was good rusty Why would hike. Of you? well when i came up with a rusty hike when I came out with the love languages, I fully expected. What are you gay? What are you gay? No, I like you, that. That's fine. Yeah. There That's you go. Fine. I'll allow it. All right, I got another question for y'all. <laughs> okay. Uh, ultimate relation goal for me and my girlfriend 
is to both pee in the same toilet at the same time. She is sitting peeing, and I pee between her legs. She's turned me down several times. How do I <laughs> persuade her? <laughs> What's this? There's got to be a term for that, okay. right? Hold on. <laughs> Where's what Urban? Is Where, okay. Where is Urban Dictionary guy? He's Urban LA. Dictionary guy. Like every once in a while, he'll send me a DM these days. Uh, but I, I, he's uh, he's been slacking on the Urban Dictionary, but it's, oh. I get it. You also don't post many questions anymore, so that's probably why. Yeah, I'll probably start doing that again. I need to get better at that. The, here's a problem I run into, and this is like a selfish thing, but you know, pretty frequently without those questions, I'm hitting like two hours on the podcast, and the questions I don't want to like. I want to try and ask all of them, and then those. <laughs> turn into like three hour long podcast and you know it gets to be a little long that's what she said she's never said that to you though <laughs> maybe you don't oh. know i just want oh, you to know oh i found it i found it on urban dictionary okay what's it called a yellow rodeo <laughs> the yellow My rodeo history is gonna be so fucking weird your algorithm is gonna be all fucked up Tony, right. what the fuck were you about to tell me? I was going to say that I'm sitting next to my wife currently at the moment because um, she decides to come sit next to me and she she thinks that you're funny. Hey, girl. Hi. Like, hey! I, uh, hey! Mrs. Calzone is. joins the podcast. Oh, my God. Stop giving her weird pizza names. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Be respectful. Let's... No. So is he oh funny like is he funny haha or funny like this yogurt tastes funny? Uh, <laughs> oh. Funny like disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I aim to please. All right. Uh oh shit. I'm not doing my job. I gotta see what's next. Oh shit. You guys disappointed me. There's not that many. Oh! Uh there is more. I missed him. Okay. I got something that uh, is is important and near to and dear to me. Um, wait, did we finish? Oh my god, we didn't finish asking the finishing uh, this guy's problem, like getting her to fucking piss at the same time as him. How do how do we fix that? How do we get that to happen? I have no advice because it's weird. Let him live his dream. Well, let him reach him that golden up. rodeo. Yeah. Just tell him to look it up on Urban Dictionary and figure it out himself, because that's weird. And I feel bad that Mrs. Pizza's impression of me is me being like, oh, I found it. It's a yellow rodeo. <laughs> awesome. She, she has opinions on everyone. Great. Hey, Mrs. Calzone, um, I have a question for you. Or actually more of like a, not really a question, but well, A, I'm going to take good care of your husband. Real good care. And also, you need to get him a better phone because the Apple's not cutting it. Um, I have Apple too. I don't know. <laughs> she, 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 she doesn't know anything about electronics. So, dude, well, that's why like, she has Apple. Get her a better phone, man. You're not being a. You're not. You're not being a good husband. I'm being a. Leave him alone. It's actually being a terrible. Oh. <laughs> I did, what did she say? I think she said he's being a terrible husband and then he muted himself. 
The Ooh. first live divorce on a podcast. <laughs> you bring you bring people together and you bring them apart. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm known for that. Sorry, Soka. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, bud. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. You want this golden rodeo? I'm going to tell you what you do. You uh, you fucking walk in on her when she's taking a piss and you just do it. That sounds like an awful idea. Yeah, that's not yeah. a good idea. And it'll be fine. She'll that sounds it. like a DV. That sounds like a DV in progress. <laughs> I'm not going like- to lie. If I went to a DV where she's like, here's the deal. Um, my husband pissed on me why I was taking a piss. I don't know how I could control myself. Like I would have a hard time being professional at that at that moment in time. And that would be yeah. a great report though. I mean, would it not? Like how many times would you fit in the term golden shower? I What's the next question? <laughs> okay. This is near and dear to me. I actually wrote this in on myself cuz I wanted to make sure that I remembered to talk <laughs> of about course. it. Stop trying to change people. People don't change. I you guys tell me if I'm wrong on this, right? I'm not saying I I've kind of come to this conclusion and uh, I could be off base, but I think people are kind of who they always are. Like I'm I've Okay, this is a bad argument. I've changed a little bit, um, but not not from the core of who I am. Like, I'm still the fucking same dude I was uh, in high school, just a little different. I'm still a fucking weird dude with, a you know, my sense of humor and the things I what? like. I still like all the same things I liked in high school. You know, I like Metallica. I like hockey. I like, you know, same type of stuff. Law enforcement. Like, I'm into the, all the same things. I have the same bad habits I've always had. Maybe they get a little bit better. Um, but like you brought up something, Ahsoka, that I thought was really interesting earlier about like, you know, you have your own issues and you can't build somebody up. I thought that was kind of cool. You brought that up because I think we kind of, we, we go in, sometimes we go into relationships like thinking people will make us better. And sometimes they do. I don't know. Like people say, Oh, you made me so much better. I hate when people say that. I think they're fucking full of shit. Gag me with a fucking pitchfork. Um, <laughs> but like, it's a real thing, right? Like you gotta be like, you know, Costanza, the, the guy that wrote in like, dude, you gotta be like the fucking rock when you go into it. Right. Like you can't like go into it. Like mopey dopey. Like you gotta, you gotta be like there. Right. I'm just rambling at this point. I've been drinking too much. But <laughs> really to go back to the uh the like trying to f- don't try and fucking fix people, dude. Like that's not your job. Trying to fix people is how you end up alone. Yeah, it's not your job. Like nope. You can help people. It's it's like an ad like an addict, right? Like an addict never gets better until they're ready to get better. Whoever yep. that person is. You can be there the right place at the right time to like support them and whatever their whatever their their thing is that they need to get better at. And that could be a million different things, right? Like and those aren't always like horrible things, but like to be the best they can be, like you can be there for them, but you can't make them better. You cannot push them to be better. Like I was not ready to like get my life together as far as my diet went 
until I was ready to do it. No one else could do that for me. Not my wife, not my kids. No one else could do that. Now, are they factors and like, oh, I want to be able to fucking play sports with my kids without having a fucking heart attack? Absolutely. But I had to make that decision. So I see guys do the shit all the time. I'm sure girls do the same thing too. You fucking meet somebody. You're like, there's things that I like about this person. There's some things that are real bad, but we can work through that. It's not a fucking dog, right? Like a fucking dog. You get a dog and they're like, hey, he's not housebroken. You'd probably or fix he that. he bites children. He bites children. Actually, he did fix that. Okay. <laughs> um, dog. Like you fix a fucking dog. You can't fix. Nah, most dogs you can't fix either. Um, but you cannot fix a person. You cannot do it. You can help nope. them, but they have to be the ones fixing themselves. So, like, I know cops have this fucking savior complex, and they want to fucking save everybody. That's cool. Don't do that in your personal relationships because you're going to fucking crash and burn. Yep. Sorry, that was my rant. You can't change people good. and you can't fix them. And whatever fixing you do on someone else is not going to be a long-term investment in yourself. So worry about yeah. you and don't go into a relationship expecting that other person to complete you or make you better or fix like your self-esteem or your motivation or whatever else that you're lacking in because having the expectation of someone else filling whatever void you have is going to end up with a failed relationship. And, and kind of on that same line, like I, I feel like this is maybe like more of a scenario out of a movie. I'm sure it happens in real life where like, you know, the guy like changes so he could be with a chick. Don't change who you are unless you're a piece of shit. Like maybe you should change <laughs> yourself there, but like, Life is too fucking short to like change the things you enjoy doing or the things you're all about for some fucking pussy. Yep. Sorry, Saul. Uh, <laughs> pussy, but fucking right in the pussy. But oh, uh, that guy is a legend, by the way. But seriously, like, don't fucking if somebody wants you to change so you can be with them again. The exception, like you're a piece of shit. You know, you know, if you're a drug dealer, you should change. But if you're just like you know, you're a fucking nerd or something. You will like being a nerd. Be a fucking nerd. Don't stop being a nerd for some bitch. Yep. Riley, you have any thoughts on that, buddy? Oh, sorry, I muted myself again. Um, yeah, no, you're you're, you're you kind of hit the nail on the head. I think I think if anybody ever does change, like you said, they have to they have to change within themselves for their own reasons. And I mean if they decide to do something, you can support them, but you're never going to change them and you're going to exhaust yourself and any change that is there is going to be fleeting unless it comes from inside them. So yeah, you're, you're on the money. The Italian food family. What do you think? Um, He just texted me and said he stepped away. He'll be right back. Oh, I wonder if he's banging her right now. I hope they're not having a domestic so, because of you. So, <laughs> Anyway, Tony can't come out and play now. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, this guy asks, why badge bunnies are bad in general? I have some thoughts <sighs> on that. I don't... So, uh, 
I, I don't there there's exceptions to the rule, right? Like if that's like her thing, like, oh, I like a man in uniform, that's you know, you you brought up kinks earlier. Okay, okay, fine. Um, but does she like every guy in uniform? Or is it just like, oh cool, I like I feel like I would like a dude that's a cop. I, that could be like a, a red flag, like she's only dating yeah. you because you're a cop. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I think that's kind of a, a the totality of the circumstances. Um, you know, if you find a chick that's like loyal, um, sure. But then if you find her and she's loyal and then she starts an Instagram account about being a police wife, that's fucking cringe. By the way, these dudes, these dudes that are cops. And they have their wives have accounts about being a fucking police wife. Cringe. What like is that one of those things you're okay with? Or you're like, that's what I need on the podcast. No, I don't, because I'm gonna be totally confrontational and the dick about the police wife thing. Probably not. That's probably not. I'm gonna just a little self-awareness on my part. I'd be a dick to them. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but are like are you okay with it or you just do it because you're like, whatever, it makes her happy. And by the way, on the note of the police wives, this is for everybody. The worst thing about the internet, and I get it. I have a podcast and I express, I'm not saying it's, express your opinions and shit is fine. But oh my God, everybody puts every fucking moment of their fucking lives on the internet now. And it's fucking stupid. You don't have to record it. You don't have to record everything. You don't have to record every thought you've ever had. But you should record fireworks on America's Oh, my God. I will strangle you. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Hey, girl. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Wink, wink. Okay. Um, I'm in danger. I'm in danger. Okay. Uh, I know you said you had some thoughts there, Riley. What do you think? Well, I've only ever, again, in my much younger days, I think I only ever encountered one badge bunny. And honestly, it's exhausting. It's, it's, there's more to my, there's much more to my personality and who I am than what I do for a living. And it was very evident. I didn't realize it at first. Um, but after a little while, it's very evident that that's like the only aspect of your personality that they find appealing. And so everything comes back to that all the fucking time. And it just, it, it, it gets old very quickly. You're better to find somebody who actually likes you for who you are and not, you know, a suit you wear a quarter of the year. Do you have any final thoughts on that, Asoki? Yeah. So badge bunnies are bad just in general because... One, you don't want someone who's attracted to you solely because of your fucking job. But it should be a little bit of a red flag if they're clearly flirting with you and their first couple conversations are, do you know officer blah, blah, blah? Do you know deputy blah, blah, blah? Blah, 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 blah. This person, this person. That should be a red flag. That's a badge bunny. You should probably steer clear um, because they're usually crazy. But how big are her tits? Smaller than mine. Yeah, man. Are there male badge bunnies? Yep. For like, for like, for like PWs? They're usually like gym bros, though, I think. Hmm. They're usually attracted to more, 
I guess like masculine or or alpha females, I guess. Yeah, I could see that. Because they're gay. <laughs> they want to be pegged. Yeah. Hey, speaking of gay, um, this question just came in like just a minute ago, and I don't know if it was from somebody who just saw one of the posts on Instagram or they're listening to the episode where Saul loses his legacy. But <laughs> uh oh god, did I were you on that one? Any of you guys? Nope. With Saul losing his legacy? Yeah, you were on that one, weren't you? I feel like wasn't that I was uh, I was at an event that I paid money for so I couldn't oh, be there. So I feel yeah. like that's yeah, okay. that's right, right? Yeah. Because I I feel like I was drunk and I had this wild idea at the time to play a game like is it more gay? Is it gay or something? And I'm thinking better of it, uh, probably a good thing that would get me into trouble. So I don't remember exactly what I said on that podcast, but this I think it could be related to that podcast. And the guy asked, is it more gay to give a BJ or to get a BJ? Both dudes, eye contact is required. I would say giving give, give, give is more yeah. gay. Give, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they're both gay. Oh, there's something about the gay spectrum, maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm bad at my job, everybody. Especially when I drink. Like today. Sorry about so, that. So there is a spectrum. There's a sex researcher by the name of Kinsey, and he's the one that postulated that sexual orientation is not like concrete. It's a continuum, and he had a score from, I think, one to six. That six sounds like, like something totally... Trudeau taught you. Wait, go on. <laughs> Six is totally gay. I think one or zero is totally straight. But if it's a continuum, doesn't that mean it can go up and down? Yeah, but there's terminate like like a Kinsey six is like a Kinsey a Kinsey six is totally gay. I think a Kinsey one is totally straight, and then there's like degrees within. Look, man, if you want to fuck dudes, you're gay, and that's okay. There's your answer. The PM PM scale. Do you <laughs> want to fuck dudes? Do you want to fuck dudes? You're gay. That's fine. If you don't want to fuck dudes and you don't you're want dudes man. to fuck you, then you're not gay. It's very simple. Uh, At what point do you buy a Subaru? If you're a lesbian. <laughs> You know, I, I feel like the, the lesbians hijacked a good car. But I feel like lesbians like doing Subaru things, so I can't really blame them. I feel like lesbians are a little more outdoorsy, you know? Yeah, like mountain bikes, flannel yeah. shirts, comfortable shoes, yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. basically mountain men. Basically scotch. They're fur trappers. <laughs> Nothing? Nothing. Fuck you guys. That was fucking funny. It was funny. Well, I laughed. Fur, fur oh. trappers, unless unless they like the hairless pelts. I mean, there's that too, right? Oh. I wonder if lesbians prefer uh, the hairless beaver or the hairy beaver. Probably comes down to individual, individual preference, I would think. I think most individuals are pretty pro-razor. Nothing. I mean, hardwood floors are nice. <laughs> Clean working surface and all that. 
Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, lesbians, please let us know. We need to know. <laughs> I don't know that I've had a lesbian on the podcast. That could be fun. Well, I mean, there's movie lesbians and there's real life lesbians. And I feel like there's not much overlap in those two Venn diagrams. Shouldn't be difficult to find a lesbian cop to come on. They're out there. I know they are. I know some. Um, well, I have one that's a good friend, but I don't know that I'm going to be like, hey, hey, you're a dyke. Why don't you come on the podcast? Hey, you're a dyke. <laughs> I'm on the podcast and talk about scissoring. Why are you gay? <laughs> what are you gay? I, okay, that, could be your, that could be your opening question. <laughs> uh, does scissoring actually work? I'd want to know. I don't think so. Like functionally, I just don't understand. I don't see how you. Get, I don't see how you get the angle right. Yeah, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I think it could. Okay, this, you need that to, you settles need to find it. A lesbian. That settles it. I know. Okay, I realize that like 90% of my listeners are dudes. I know <laughs> there's one lesbian out there that likes the podcast. Maybe just one that wants to come on and answer questions about scissoring and super scissoring and Subarus. That's the, the name of the podcast name. already. <laughs> I'm not gonna use it for this one, but for the lesbian podcast. Scissoring and Subarus. <laughs> Any lesbian and identifying PW come on out. And be asked a series of completely tasteless questions. Please. For science. For, for science. science. For science. Can I um, come? As she said. <laughs> yep. All right. We're going to take a quick break and be right back to the podcast. Oh, hey there. It's just me. Just got a couple quick things for you guys. Wanted to remind you in the podcast description and on uh, the meme page, I got a link tree. It has all your favorite poorly made stuff. You can get to the Ghost Patch stuff that we do together. You can also get the Flex Shield by Ghost Patch. Got our friends Officer Privacy, Fit Responder, Frontline Optics, Revelations Training, and then, of course, a link to my merch. So make sure you guys are checking that out for everything poorly made. And one last thing before I let you get back to the podcast. The very last thing you see on every single podcast is a link. That's how you become a monthly donor slash sponsor to the podcast. You can do that if you love the podcast and you want to help a fella out, or if you just feel sorry for me, go ahead and click that link to be a monthly donor. Now, back to the podcast. Okay, next question. In 2035, when I become a grizzled vet and divorce proceedings from my third failed marriage to a rookie <laughs> in my department, do you recommend absconding? Recommending. I'm recommend. <laughs> recommend. Do you recommend absconding, which is a great word, by the way? Uh to thi uh I always say Thailand, but it's Thailand. Thailand. Uh or to the Philippines to avoid alimony and giving up my pension. If Saul is there, what is the legality? I feel like Saul needs to know who we have extradition treaties with. You need to live in a state that doesn't have community property. Is that a thing? Yes. Yep, community property in most states. Any assets gained after a marriage are considered community property, including pension. But in some states that are not community property, I believe pension may still be an individual asset, but consult with an attorney. Yeah, oh, up here, gonna, up here it's Google... called matrimonial property, but it's the same idea. 
Oh, property. Now, up here, it's up here. It's different whether you're common law married or like married married. There's no common law married in the states. Oh, okay. No. Well, there you go. So come to Canada and be power, be common law married, and you're good. In oh, nine actually, U.S. Looks... states, a divorce a divorce could mean losing half of your things you own. I thought it was fucking everywhere, like in Colorado. Um. Okay. I know. So apparently. That... Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was gonna say I think in quite a few states, you're only eligible for alimony after ten years of marriage. Oh, so divorce at like nine and a half. So according to this uh, random website, it says Business Insider, so it should be should be legit. Um, community property is Washington, Idaho, California, Nevada, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Louisiana, and oddly, Wisconsin, and then everywhere else is equitable distribution, which is like in the eye of the beholder, I suppose. It could probably be worse than fucking 50%. It could be more. Depends on your lawyer, really. Yeah. Well, and it depends on whether or not your partner has stayed at home for the entirety of your marriage. Yeah. Or they work at their own business that, I mean, yeah. a friend of mine was married to a personal trainer and uh, she would often take payment in cash, which she wouldn't declare. So when mm -hmm. they got divorced, she bought, she declared a very low income and he got absolutely hosed. You could say he was a hoser. <laughs> he was hose he was hosered. Hosered. Oh, yeah, he was he was living so, uh, so can you be scissored by your while you're being hosed? <laughs> different uh different guy, but best divorce cop story I've ever heard in my life, if you guys are here for it. Um yeah. a good friend actually before I got on the job, uh, he's retired now, but the guy who took me on my very, very first ride along when I was going through the process. I became, I, I was, you know, kept, maintained a friendship with him up to this day. He told me a story and it sounds like bullshit, but I've had three or four people verify it. He came home to an empty house, the stereotypical, you know, the house she moved out like while he was at work. He came home, house is empty. She le leaves him a Dear John letter and divorce papers. He, uh, he couldn't afford to live anywhere because of support that he had to pay, like alimony or whatever you want to call it. So he had a, uh, a trailer like a, a, a like a a resident like a you know like a vacationing trailer like what do you call it like a camper trailer yeah so he drove it to the police station and he parked it on he parked it in the back of the police station parking lot and he ran out an extension cord and a hose and he lived in that trailer in the parking lot of the police station for eight months damn I've heard so a similar he would, story. He would, yeah. he would get up in the morning and walk across the parking lot with his toothbrush and his bathrobe. <laughs> and he and, and he'd be guys would bring no in you know, guys would bring prisoners in to uh the back, you know, into this into the Sally port in the back of the police station and he'd be, you know, out, out in front of his trailer flipping burgers from the grill and give them the leave. <laughs> Shitters full. <laughs> Pretty much. But uh <laughs> the uh, I guess the the uh the chief or one of the deputies was like an old buddy of his so like was okay with him using the electricity like just running an extension cord from the office to do his trailer for for like shoreline power or whatever it's called yeah so yeah i know that and so he did that for a while until uh, he could get back on his feet and i feel like we've kind of already asked this one 
answered this one, but what advice can you give to someone whose girlfriend just found out about his wife asking for a friend? Stop being people a piece of shit. Stop being pieces of shit. Yeah, end it. Just fucking stop. Like, there's no fucking excuse to be a disgusting human being like that. Like, you are garbage. Fuck off. I mean, I if they did, if they, I mean, and, but how many people didn't know and can say they legitimately didn't know? Like, I don't know. Are they just willfully ignorant or are they just stupid? You know what I mean? Yep. I don't know. I think some people don't know that they're the second. I, I, I think the real, like, you know, they're the victims in that. I think, you know, more of that blame goes on the fucking people that try and lead the double lives or whatever. Like, just look, if you're not happy, fucking tell them. And then move on and fuck whoever you want to fuck. Like, yep. don't fucking cheat. There's no excuse. Like, there is no justification at any point in any relationship where cheating is okay. Just leave. It's like, it's a difficult conversation, but it's going to be way less difficult than your person finding out you're being unfaithful than having everything fucking blow up 10 times worse. Be a man. Agreed. We got a few more uh, things we need to hit, and then uh, we're going to go by. I hope I didn't cause a divorce, by the way. I'm starting to actually get a little worried about that. Hopefully I don't know. He just texted me. Hold on. Oh, he's back. Oh. That was a quickie. It wasn't. It was like 15 It minutes. was a long time. Longer than you, buddy. Longer <laughs> than you. Oh, he did get laid. He sounds he's happy. <laughs> He's out of breath. Yeah, good for you, buddy. I should say the wife came back with a few drinks in her. Ah, very nice. High five. The first ever somebody getting laid during the podcast. Well done. <laughs> well done. Good game, sir. Good game. Okay. Uh oh, you were trolling That's somebody, real. weren't you? Asokis. Uh-huh. Were you trolling somebody? Somebody wrote in, don't let small differences of your opinion divide your life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then somebody put, let differences in your opinion divide your life. Be a man. Yeah, that was Are me. you trolling or do you believe that? Yeah. No, no, no. no. I was just fucking okay. with them. It was supposed to be a reply, but. Oh, okay. Um, I do like that. Don't let, and that's probably the, where we're going to end tonight, unless uh, we end up talking about fuck up shit, which we probably will. Um. <laughs> But don't let small differences of opinion divide your life. I like that because, and maybe some, oh, I got something really spicy to say. It's going to piss a bunch of people off. That reminds me I'm drunk, so I'm going to say it. Um, <laughs> but I I frequently see, like, I feel, and it's got, I got to say, actually, it's gotten a little bit better since I've gotten older. Um but when I was younger, you know, my friends would say, oh, I'm fucking, you know, I'm mad at my chick for this. And I'm like, that's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like, who cares? You're not. If you think you're going to get married to somebody and agree about everything, you're fucking insane. I'm not saying to marry or be in a relationship with somebody that like you fundamentally disagree with on everything. But like you're you're not you're not going to agree about everything like we don't agree about everything. And like, I feel like the four of us have a lot of things in common, 
there's going to be differences of opinion. You cannot go into a relationship thinking everything. You're going to be on the same page about everything. And you're going to have to fucking pick and choose your battles. Yep. Sometimes you're going to have to say, is the juice worth the squeeze? Remember, there's honor and discretion, fuckers. What do you think, Tony? You're absolutely right. The juice is not worth the squeeze. <laughs> He'll just agree with anything right now. He's so happy. He's so happy. It's first time in weeks. <laughs> Riley? You're right. Pick your battles. Big titty Toby. What do you think? Yeah, just if your person is disagreeing with you about something, about something stupid, just, just I guess. For, don't like forget about it just let that shit go you can think they're stupid in your head or you can think the argument's stupid in your head but just fucking move on it's not worth the effort yeah it's, it's and it delays you just, getting laid don't be mad does. about that shit i mean you shouldn't like look past shit where you're like i, I don't know we're kind of going down a, a rabbit hole here but um you shouldn't look past like really crazy shit, but like at the same time, like little shit. Okay, you're gonna you're gonna disagree. It's okay. Um, me and my wife have different opinions on things. It's fine. Now, I will tell you. You guys want to hear? You want to hear my spicy thought of the day that's gonna upset some people? I think. Yep. Okay. Go for it. So, I I've made an observation over the last month or so, and uh. Y'all remember, and I'm not saying this was an untrue thing, by the way. Do you guys remember the, the phrase that was coined a few years ago, Trump derangement syndrome? Mm -hmm. Okay. We're all familiar with that and the meaning of it, right? I think there was some of that for sure. I don't disagree with that. I think... No, go, oh, go ahead, Tony. Or Toby. Big titty Toby. Tony, rude. Um, I was going to... Say, I'm just going to Google that because I am unfamiliar. So basically, uh, if and maybe I'll, to paraphrase is Trump kind of, you know, and, and some others were like, they're just fucking deranged. Anything Trump does, people are upset about. It doesn't matter what he does. People are upset. They hate Trump like they're fucking getting wild about it. Right. They're, they become deranged. Anything Trump, they disagree. Right. What no matter what Trump says or does. It, people would disagree right like oh, trump yeah. trump yeah, would yeah. be like uh i think we should kill cancer cancer's the worst we need to get rid of the cancers cancer's bad and people would be like well no cancer is good you know like dumb shit yeah. like that right um i think i f or i feel at least that uh people that i my politics normally align with may also have Biden derangement syndrome or whatever. And I get like, I know the audience of this podcast and I know my own personal politics. Like I'm not a big fan of Biden, not a Biden supporter at all, but like, we're kind of, we're kind of getting a little weird on the internet, man. Like I've seen some weird shit on some of the right leaning pages. And I'm like, we need to fucking calm down. We're acting like fucking deranged liberals here. Like, fucking calm down a little bit let's fucking um, let's be the fucking classy people like let's not get fucking weird 
we're better. I'm better. How um, can you disagree with something Biden says if he can't form a coherent sentence? But the whole like everything, like everything is just like so fucking wacko weird and everybody's out of their fucking minds about everything right now. Like, yeah, that's you know, fair. it's just so much. And it's just like, hold on a second. Right. Like, you know, we here's my favorite thing. Here's my fucking favorite thing. Everybody loves politics, by the way. Um, People will look at the, the lefties and be like, oh, you know, they 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 you know, they they're out of control. Right. They yell and scream when they don't get their way. Like we've all seen the video of like when Trump got elected, that fucking guy crying and like yeah. screaming. Right. But then, you know, there's videos of like Biden will go somewhere and there's people screaming and yelling, fuck Biden. You know, we've seen the yeah. flags that say fuck Biden. It's like we're acting like children. Right. Like, let's fucking be better than that. Like, let's stand on our policy and not like yell and scream like fucking toddlers. I'm I'm really interested to see what this fall is going to look like for your for you people. I'm, I'm uh, gonna fucking going to be in dumpster fire. I've got the I've got the popcorn fire. fired up. You, you know, tell you what, you guys can all come up my to my place so you can be safely <laughs> out of the country and we no, can hang fuck out. Fuck you. We can, we can eat popcorn. Oh, so we can have our fucking f- fucking rights taken away, our basic human rights. Fuck you. I think people like on both sides of this forget that politicians are politicians. They do not care about you. They do not care about a cause. The government is not your friend. And taxation is theft. Oh, my God. I don't want to pay my taxes. It's going to be horrendous. Um, the joys of not having it taken out of your paycheck, folks. Um, here's the thing. Is everybody's lost their goddamn fucking minds. Yep. Everybody's going crazy. And... The internet is not our friends with this too. And I agree with you, Soki. These fuck Yep. The government is people. And we know people are shit, right? Mm-hmm. The worst people become fucking for the most part. I'm gonna just say it. Like in my I would say like the worst 90% of people become politicians, right? I think 10% mm-hmm. of people are like really good people that are like trying to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. 90% of politicians are fucking narcissists and they're fucking retarded. They're in it for the money. They're in it for themselves. Like, they're in it for the money. They're in it for the power. Yeah. They're well, not, they don't fucking care. They're human. They make like a hundred grand a year and then they turn that into millions before they ever have to go out for re-election. Like it's lucrative and that's all it is. They're just greedy people. They don't care. The you government is not your friend. What are you going to say, Tony's? No, I would say it's all shady. Everything is shady with politicians. Yeah. Look, man, I, you know, there's a lot of things going on in this world that we should be upset about. I I don't disagree with that at all. And we should like, stand up to like bad shit. I have no problem with that. The presentation needs, needs a little, little fixing. That's all I'm saying. Like, and uh, remember kids. Instagram people on Instagram, they may not care about you either. They're also, you know, the influencers and shit. Like, be careful who your sources are on your news or or whatever, because sometimes they will mislead you. Sometimes those people are after the money or or whatever. And for God's sake, stay out of the comments. <laughs> you know, like I, there's fucking. I saw more comments about like it's been foggy in the Midwest 
and people are like, oh, it's a, a government thing. They're poisoning us and they're the weather. <laughs> and it's, it's like, it's chemtrails, man. Chemtrails from the jungle. Chemtrails, yeah. God. People are bitching about the 5G towers out here. Oh my God. Or they're like, us cancer. Um, we talked about, well, no, it interacts, it interacts with the COVID vaccine. That's what causes that. The 5G. <laughs> and, you know, the, like the Taylor Swift thing, right? Like we were talking about the Super Bowl earlier, and people are like, "Oh, it's you know, Pfizer is paying them to be together." Oh my fucking god! Just stop, guys. Just stop. Yep. What are we doing? Let's argue with bad policy, okay? Let's argue it with bad things. Let's do it like fucking adults. Please. We're not gonna do that though. Like I know. I'm I'm as Riley was much. saying, like things are gonna be much. shit after the election. There's gonna be a ton of infighting. It's gonna get way worse because we're already at each other's throats and everybody's kind of lost sight of what the actual issue is. The only you time guys, uh... we should be at each other's throats is when we're choking each other while we're making love. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Do you guys do you guys watch Shane Shane Gillis at all? Have you seen his comedy? Oh, that guy! You hear he's fucking. I I like him, but he's he's, he's a, <laughs> he got a sponsorship with Bud Light. He's gonna fix. Uh, yeah. He's gonna make Bud Light no longer gay. Apparently, he's fucking <laughs> hilarious. But he was saying like everybody's saying like Americans have never been more divided. And he's like, you guys remember we had like a war, <laughs> a civil <laughs> war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and back then there was no internet. Like somebody was like somebody walked for out for days and was like. Hey, somebody down there's talking, talking some shit. And he's like, "All right then." So he grabbed his gun and walked for a month, and and he fought them. <laughs> so I mean, I, yeah, I I don't know. Like I I hate to I hate to be like a Debbie Downer, but I feel like the only way we're gonna get back together and everything's getting back on track is if there's like a world war or some horrible catastrophe that makes everybody forget all their bullshit differences well, and realize that we're yeah. That's exactly no. You're exactly right. Like. Yeah, but then you'll we'll have nine eleven, and then people will say Bush did it. So, yeah, inside job. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Friendly reminder, so, kids. No, go ahead, Riley. I didn't mean no, I, 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 I got. I, I was. Uh, that was my. my uh, I'm all done. I'm all done talking. That's quite. That is high quality podcasting. Um, <laughs> remember, kids, it's all fake and everything's made up. Let's fucking have fun. Fuck everything else. You you yeah. do you. You're gonna die. Oh, okay. So I think I brought this up um, on a prior podcast. We'll probably leave it here. Uh, there is uh, there's this video I watched, and it fucking I was lying or lying. I was laughing. I'm drunk. I was <laughs> laughing my ass off because it was uh, these girls dancing around saying suicide is cringe. No, that song. Don't yeah. do it. Uh, time will do it for you or something like that. And I'm yeah. like, okay, that's fucking funny. <laughs> that's fucking dark. I like it. It's dark. I like it. But here's the thing. Time will do it. You are going to die. We're all going to die. Life is too fucking short to be worrying about what two fucking assholes in Washington, D.C. are doing. I mean, you should probably pay a little bit of attention. You know what I'm saying? But pay attention to your family. Pay attention to your kids. Do the shit you want to do. Because at the end of the day, that's all that fucking matters. Because you're not, every second that passes, you're not going to get back. So fucking, you know, as gay as it sounds, live it to your fullest. And that living it to your fullest is not 
fucking playing on Instagram and commenting about chemtrails. Okay? <laughs> it is. I don't know. Probably not. With that said, remember, spit in my mouth and call me daddy. And I love most of you. <laughs> Bye. Good girl. Oh, fuck. I fucked it up. Well, what else is new? Story of my life. Did you end the recording yet? No, you didn't. Oh, I love that. <laughs> 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 bye bye. Hope you get laid on on Valentine's Day like Tony did. <laughs> <laughs>